Welcome to the Everything RVC podcast. I'm David, she's Amanda, and it's RVC Spirit Week. Hello, Amanda, how are you? I'm great. I've been listening to music all weekend preparing for this episode because David decided to tell me on Saturday night that I needed to come to the podcast today prepared with my top five bands. Yeah, so I thought we would start off uh, with a fun exercise this morning to start the show off. I don't want to get too complacent with people saying, oh, they always do this, then they always do that, and then mm-hmm. yeah. we're going to do it a little bit different today. So Predictability is just too boring Yeah, we us. don't like that. No. That's not our style. So it is RVC Spirit Week. So today is Monday because we're recording it on Monday. You're not listening to this until Tuesday, so it's already past. Band day is already over by the time you're hearing this. But today is band day, and I'm wearing my favorite band, the Foo Fighters. I'm wearing an ACDC t-shirt right yeah. now. Yeah. So let's, and then we have our guest here who I guess we should intro her. She is, she was supposed to be on last week, but. We are never going to let her um, live that down, but yeah. let's let's go ahead and welcome her anyway. Yeah. She's getting a big head already. She's a diva already after winning the award. So, you know, she just couldn't be on last week. Couldn't work it into her schedule, but we're happy to have the employee of the year 2020, Abby Garcia. <laughs> Woohoo! You know, I, I inadvertently <laughs> hit laugh instead of clap. It actually made perfect sense. <laughs> and it does make much more sense that it would be funny that you won the yes. employee of the year. Thank you guys for having me. Sorry I wasn't here last week. Oh, but. it's fine. We're happy to have you. And uh, congratulations on the award, of course. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Well deserved. We will certainly talk about that later. But uh, what band are you wearing today? I'm sure this is not a surprise to anyone, but it's the Dave Matthews Band t-shirt. I have several of them, but I tried to keep it simple today so mm-hmm. I went with just a simple black Dave Matthews band shirt. Where did your love for Dave Matthews begin? Um, I didn't realize it but growing up my mom played it in the house all the time so it was just kind of something you'd hear in the background and then in college all my other friends were listening to it too so it just I mean it's very easy listening music I would like to think that everyone likes them but um, yeah so probably growing up in the home and then obviously in college. Yeah. Yeah, I love that because some of my favorite bands are from my parents as well. I think that's probably true for most people. Yeah, I would say that's probably true. Although my parents weren't really into the the rock and roll as, you know, my my mom was into Barry Manilow okay. and you know stuff okay. like that, which, you know, as a kid I did, you know, kind of get into that cuz like you said you listen to what your parents listen to. So yeah, I listened to the Barry Manilow. <laughs> I'm pretending like I don't like it, but I still <laughs> right. like it. Yeah. But, it's uh, on repeat when he drives Yeah, home. I'm more of a rock and roll guy, as you can mm-hmm, see. Mm-hmm. I love ACDC, too. Mm-hmm. If I was assembling my five, ACDC would be in my five, mm-hmm. along with the Foo. And then there would be no Foo without Nirvana. Mm-hmm. I love Nirvana, mm-hmm. so they'd be in my top five as well. Mm-hmm. Guns and Roses, for okay. sure. Okay. Uh, Appetite for Destruction is probably one of the best rock albums ever. Um, fifth one, probably Def Leppard. I was an oh. 80s guy. Damn I it. love Def Leppard. So it. yeah, why? Da- <laughs> well, you can say yeah, you can say damn it. No, because Def Leppard probably should have been in my top five. But anyway, when you said that to me on Saturday night, all I could think was rock music and yeah. '80s and '90s. And so here's my list oh, in no okay. particular order. Yeah, and it might shock you. So don't ju- and nobody judge me. Okay, 
Number one is Led Zeppelin. Okay. When sure. I was 21, my friends bought me a box set, mm -hmm. and I got all the CDs. It was a big moment. Abby, a box set was when you <laughs> bought the CDs, and they came in this big box because they had so many records, quote-unquote records. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so Led Zeppelin, ACDC, Ozzy Osbourne. Okay. I have been to so many Ozzy concerts, you probably would have never guessed that. Um, and Fleetwood Mac. Mm, yeah. I love Fleetwood Mac. Oh, they're great. And Pearl Jam. Oh, okay. This so, is interesting. I would not take you for some of that, but I like that. It, I feel like it shows a different side of you. Yeah, I don't think many listeners would know that that is my musical past, but indeed it is. Are you one of those people who you feel you know feels like the '90s grunge thing that you were either Nirvana or Pearl Jam, or do you like both? I like both. I do too. I don't love Pearl Jam, and I'm not crazy about Pearl Jam, but I don't like hate them or anything. I don't. Mm -hmm. It feels like there was this divide, like you had to be one or the other. Mm -hmm. Like you kind of hear sometimes with the Elvis and the Beatles, you're either an Elvis guy or you're a Beatles guy. Yeah, but. no, I'm very eclectic though, because I mean, if I gave you the spectrum of what I listen to, you would get why I like both of them. I there's yeah, I really don't know a genre of music that I won't listen to except for opera. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm kind of all over the place. I love a lot of mainstream stuff. I but I, I'm just as comfortable as Abby knows listening to Taylor Swift as mm -hmm. I am listening exactly. to the Foo Fighters exactly. or whatever. So what about you, Abby? It, it's very hard. Like like you said, I kind of listen to a little bit of everything. I won't listen to opera. I mean, mm -hmm. I may try to whatever. Uh, but I it, it, it is hard. So obviously Dave Matthews Band. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge Blue October fan. I've been a fan of them for like 15 years. I just kind of feel like I grew with them. Sure. They were kind of underground and then became bigger. And it's like they're just my heart. Mm -hmm. So um, Mumford and Sons, oh, yes. I would probably oh, say. Yes. Uh, Milky Chance. I'm not sure if you've heard of them. They're from Germany. They're amazing. Um, Head in the Heart. I got it. I got four out of the five. I did not. I was trying to think who did your I five say would five be. Already? Yeah. Did well, I? Dave, right? Dave, Dave Blue, Blue October, October, Mumford, Head in the Heart, and, and Milky, Milky Chance. Chance. Yeah. yeah. So I had four. I did not have Mumford on the list. I actually I knew. thought of them late, which I was very upset with myself for thinking of them last minute because mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with them. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. And you've I've seen all of them shows. in concert. I have seen. All of them in concert, yes. And yeah. I, don't, I think that might help with it, too, is, like, you kind of have, like, an experience with yeah. it, and it just, yeah. Have you seen all of your five in concert, Amanda? Let's see. I've seen Pearl Jam. I've seen Led Zeppelin. Well, it was Page and Plant when I saw mm -hmm. that. I saw Azim several times. I've not seen Fleetwood Mac. I have seen Pearl Jam. So I've seen three of the five. Okay. Yeah. I've seen Def Leppard a few times. I've seen Foo Fighters several times. Never got to see Nirvana. And that ship obviously sailed. I did finally get to see Guns N' Roses on their reunion tour mm -hmm. a few years ago, and they sounded amazing. I saw them at Soldier Field. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like seeing them in their prime because they sounded great. And then who was my other? Who was my other? So Nirvana, Boo, oh, Guns N' Roses, Def Leppard. Oh, ACDC. Never saw them. <laughs> yeah. I had tickets to see them, and then I, I couldn't find someone to go with me, which is really weird. Like, who doesn't mm -hmm. want to go see? So I ended up right. just selling them, so I missed my chance. And then, like, two weeks later, um, he lost his voice, and now oh, no. he's having he's struggling oh. to tour, so I should have gone at the time. But Well, I hope our listeners, when they, uh, you know, when they listen to the podcast, they give us, drop some comments, or at least let us know. Yeah, who are your favorite theme. bands? Yeah. We yeah. want to hear. But now we want to hear... From who is Abby Garcia? Oh. Who, who 
is Abby I hate talking Garcia. about myself. We like to start with people's RVC story. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're pretty popular. A lot of people know who you are, but I'm, some of our listeners probably don't know mm-hmm. who you are or what you do. So what do you do here? How long you been here? And what's your RVC story? Um, I started here in 2013, so August of 2013. So it's been seven years. So yeah, I would like to think that I do know a lot of people, but there's still times where I'm you know, walking campus and I don't know someone and I don't like that feeling, but there has been a lot of change since I started. Um, so I started in 2013. I interviewed for the multimedia specialist position and I got the job, like the call the next day saying I got it, which I was very surprised by. Dave was on the interview committee. <laughs> I was, I don't know if I interviewed very well. She did. I was. Going I remember to say, she's unforgettable. She so, nailed it. Yeah. Oh, I, I walked away feeling like I didn't get it. So getting that phone call the next day was was pretty exciting. And then, um, I, so I was there in that position for a few years. And then most recently, it just changed to the manager of communications and marketing. So I've been here for seven years, and I kind of do a little bit of everything between photography, updating the website. Um, there's a lot more to it, but for whatever reason, I'm blanking because I just kind of feel media. like we, mm-hmm. yeah, we do a little bit of everything. Awesome. But yeah. So, Abby, what has it been like, um, you know, the last seven years? I have, I think, well, I, I should say to the listeners, I was one of the people that nominated you for the award. And I said that you're in the top 1% of all professionals that I've ever worked with. And this, the reason is, is you make me want to do a better job at, at, in my role as a faculty member. So, Abby has this wonderful way about her she seeks people out. She doesn't wait for people to find her. She seeks people out and asks, hey, what do you have going on? How can I help you? How can I promote what you're doing in the classroom? And so, you know, I have really been inspired by your pursuing people in your role. Can you tell me a little bit about how you have uh, promoted some events on campus that maybe people didn't know in the past that they even existed, but you noticed that they're really not getting attention that they deserve and you sought them out? That's a good question. Um, also, thank you for the nomination. I don't feel worthy of half of the things you said, but um, <laughs> I appreciate it. So being here for seven years, I do kind of know some of the reoccurring events that happen and I I might, I know that sometimes they need a little extra push and no one likes to toot their own horn. You know, I can see some faculty thinking or even, you know, staff members thinking that their event isn't as good as they think it is. So that's why I kind of where if I know that if something's coming up, I let them know, hey, we can do X, Y, and Z for you. Um, But I don't, it is kind of hard to say like how I necessarily, I don't really think of me doing or going the extra mile to do that. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I just, like I said, people don't like to toot their own horn. And it's sure. like, that's what we're here for is we're, we'll give them that extra push and we'll give them that extra promotion because I want them to know that their stuff is worthy and needs to be out there. Yeah, and it matters. Can you think of a specific example of one you've covered that is memorable for you? Oh, gosh. I feel like there's a lot of different... Um, I was trying to think about that before I got here today. I'm like, they're going to ask, like, what's your most memorable time? Or I'm like, I can't think of one. Mm-hmm. Um you can't put me on the spot You've like that. You've covered so much. <laughs> you yeah. have. You've well, covered I mean, what, so much. What gives you, like, what gives you your energy at work? Like, what, what makes you go home after the day and say that was a good day? I think just, I mean, obviously we're in a weird time right now with COVID, but the gathering of people, so events that just, I, I, I really enjoy when students just walk in because they're like, oh, we heard something was going on here. They may not know what it is, but I just think that that is such an easy way for people to feel comfortable and feel like there's a sense of community so 
I don't know, it could be like something simple. I remember Casey on her podcast talking about shoveling popcorn and mm-hmm. can- making cotton candy and just stuff like that, just for people to know. I know it's so simple, and it's not like a large event by any means, but it does, I just like when people feel comfortable enough to want to go around each other and talk, and then they realize they've been at the event or whatever for two hours, mm-hmm. and they were just expecting to be there for 20 minutes. So, And I just enjoy like the student conversation, and that's probably one of the best parts about my job is that I do get to interact mm-hmm. a little bit more. Like I go for photography, but then I end up staying and having like a conversation. So, right. yeah. So one of my um, favorite events that you covered, I can speak, you know, personally was for the Friendsgiving event. And I, I hear what you're saying. It was just this sense of community, this sense of people being in the same room for a common cause to help people that maybe, you know, need, need some help at that, at that time. And, you know, whether the event is as attended as you hoped it would be, it seems like you just make the best of it and you try to get and capture the most meaningful moments, which really means a lot to our club. Yeah, and that's the thing. I do photography on the side, so I also don't know if that kind of helps me segue into my job. It's just making the best out of what's put in front of you. Right. Um, and honestly, at the end of the day, as long as everyone that's in attendance feels good about it, mm-hmm. you do a good job at summarizing and kind of capturing the moments then I don't think any, like a lot of those other little things don't really matter. Yeah, I think that's interesting because really, you know, we sometimes we judge events by how many people attended. Mm-hmm. And I like what you just said. It's really about the moments. The moments are what make a, a person's day, kind of going back to what you said, David. The right. moments are what make a person's day yeah. uh, worthwhile. So I love that you get that. I'm I'm envious that you get to uh, have all those, those different moments. And I'm sure it's sometimes overwhelming, too. You probably have a lot of content, and then you have to decide which content to disseminate, which content to wait. Are there certain days? You'd probably, you know, you have a lot of choices to make at an, as an artist. Dave or David. I call him Dave. Um, (laughs) So you are rejecting the David. (laughs) I've known him for a few years. He'll always be Dave to me. But he can speak for the fact that we've had numerous hard drives Mm -hmm. and we don't have enough space for the amount of photos that I take. Mm -hmm. I have a hard time letting go of them because I'm like, at one point in time, someone might want this photo and I know that it might mean a lot to them. I struggle with that personally as well. My iPhone, I had to buy more storage. Yes. Um, I I would prefer to have more than not enough. Mm -hmm. And it is kind of hard. I quickly go through, and if something, it is nice when you're at the event, you kind of know the moments that were important or popular, but then also, too, just showing smiling faces and stuff is mm-hmm. always nice as well. Yeah. You've done an amazing job capturing those moments in your time here, and that's been, I think, really important for us as a college, and it's been noticeable, you know, what you see on the website and what you see on social media. You really do capture what it's like to be a student here. So that's been a really uh, uh, important role, and that's something you should be proud of. How did you get into photography, and and you know what led you to that being a passion for you? Um, so my mom again was always taking photos throughout our childhood, and I remember just seeing the result of it in a frame, and I'm like, oh, I like the way that that looks. So I've always had a camera of some sort, but in college I took photography courses. I never needed them though. I just got them to put them on, you know, to say I took them because I knew everything they were talking about already. Not to toot my own horn, but um, I had a photography teacher, uh, Mr. Studwell, who I'm actually friends with on Facebook now, and it's so cute because he'll he'll comment on all of my pictures and he'll be like, great composition. This is really great. And it's like, it is nice to still connect with that. And it's like, he's kind of one of the reasons that I did enjoy photography in college. But so it started in college with, you know, your friends. Let's go take photos on the 
railroad tracks, which I don't think you can do anymore. But <laughs> oh, I've seen people do it. I still do it. <laughs> or just yeah. like going to graffiti walls, and it just helped to get your practice in. But then I started getting you know more inquiries for, and they wanted to pay me for it. I'm like, I don't think I deserve to be paid for it. But um, so yeah, once I realized that if you have a good personality, people want to be around you. They feel comfortable around you, and it's like you can. Yeah, you can make a little living out of it, I guess. So it just became something that I obviously practice and you need to learn Mm -hmm. a little bit, but it just was natural for me. What's your favorite type of thing to shoot? I know you do a lot of different things and events and weddings and families and seniors and all that kind of thing. But I'd say families. I mean, I like the events, too, because there's a timeline. Things just happen. You just follow it. But then with families, too, I know how meaningful those photos are and like capturing that moment for people. Oh, yeah, that's a tricky one. I'd probably say families, though, because also, too, like if, with like little kids, they kind of run the show. Mm-hmm. Everything is unplanned, and it's just like the photos you get are the photos you get. Yeah, but you're going to find out Wednesday. <laughs> She's taking my family pictures, and I told her, he's three, or about to be three, and he does not cooperate, and I barely get a good picture of him, so I'm like, good luck, Abby. And yeah. it's a challenge, though. I like that because it's not it, – it makes your session unique because it's not just that perfectly staged, like – you know, portrait photo. But um, yeah, I would say I just like getting the, the reactions and the personalities to come through. Yeah, I can imagine that would be extremely rewarding. And you get to see the people progress over the years. I'm sure you have clients that you've been taking their photos for quite some time now. It makes me sad because you see them like when they're ba- like the kids are babies or, you know, maybe they lost a loved one or something. But again, if it wasn't for me taking those photos, they wouldn't have those moments in time. And I know like at weddings and stuff, when I when I see someone who may be a little bit older, I do try to make sure that they get in photos. And then a year or two later, I'll have them come back to me and say, we're so thankful you took those photos. Oh. And mm-hmm. so stuff like that is really rewarding. Yeah. So Abby, if somebody listening wanted to have a similar career, what kind of major would they pursue? And what kind of internships would they, you know, would you recommend for them? Well, as far as a major, mine was in computer graphic design. I had an emphasis in print media. So it wasn't necessarily like a photography degree, but they do kind of go hand in hand. Um, There's just a lot of like art based things that you learn. Um, As far as internships, though, I know that even like with our department, we have like a student worker position and, you know, just they're they're around the creativity world. So hopefully they can kind of see Mm -hmm. a little bit of that. As far as internships, though, I can't necessarily say I'm, I'm thinking mostly for Rock Valley College, but there's constantly like we constantly are looking for social media ambassadors or just people to start sharing Mm -hmm. and it's not like i said it's not like a paid internship by any means but dave do you happen to know well in the marketing world you you definitely need to be versatile Mm -hmm. i was gonna say yeah the graphic and and abby does bring a lot of this which is what attracted us to her and then she did interview really well by the way (laughs) when she came in but yeah because she could do photography videography she could string together a coherent sentence, which is, <laughs> awesome. you know, we've stalked her on social media because mm-hmm. it was a social media position. I needed to see how does she act on social. Can she string together uh, sentences without using uh, shorthand and all that stuff that you see nowadays? But yeah, so it was clear that that uh, she could do that. She brought a great eye with her photography or videography, uh, being able to do things on the web. Mm-hmm like she does. Uh, so you, you have to be versatile these days uh, in marketing and she brings all that to the table. So. I was also going to say really quick though. So I do, I've had a lot of students have come up to me cause they see I have a camera on my hand and 
they've kind of asked similar questions like, oh, how do I get started? Or, you know, first and foremost, I always just recommend obviously getting a camera. Um, but a lot of the photographers, there's like a photographer, um, uh, it's called Shooters in the 815, or the 815 Shooters. There's like a group for photographers on Facebook. They're constantly that looking. It seems like kind of a weird name. For it is weird, but, <laughs> but it's memorable. <laughs> yeah, yes, for but sure. But it's memorable. Yeah, so 815 photographers, Shooters. Yes, mm-hmm. we do shooting. Um, and they're constantly looking for second shooters. So mm-hmm. if they don't have an assistant for a wedding or something, they're just looking for someone that can assist. And they understand that they will more than likely have a little bit more limited knowledge than they have. But I guess that's an in, like a yeah. form of yeah. a... Um, yeah. I think it's really important that students know the value of shadowing somebody and not even expecting to be paid for it. Kind of mm-hmm. like Dave Ross was talking about last mm-hmm. week is, you know, you put your time in, you seek out mentors, you seek out opportunities to learn from people that have been there and done that before you. I'm curious, David, what is it like to work with Abby every day? Mm-hmm. Be oh, careful. It's a, <laughs> <laughs> it's a delight. No, I mean, she is. She's what you... What you see when you interact with her, that's what you see all the time with her. Mm-hmm. She is, she's very genuine. Um, and yeah, what you see is what you get with Abby. That's just who she is. So so what do you admire though about her, her gifts and her crafts? As one marketing professional looking at another, what are some things that you've noticed that she just really has an eye for this particular, you know, type of skill that maybe you even kind of envy? Well, she's taught me a lot about photography, just little things like I'm by no means am I a photographer at this point, but I, there are little things like when I took yours and Dave's picture the other day, mm-hmm. I moved your bottle of water, Sure. little stuff like that, that I would never pay attention to what's over your head. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, and what's in the background, things I would never look at, just little things like that. She's taught me things like that so that I can handle things that she can't be there to do. I'm so honored can, that you learned something from yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but she's, like you said, how she seeks out things, she's very ahead of the curve and that stuff. She's always looking for what she can do next and not always just waiting for me to tell her what to do. I think that's super interesting that we're already seeing a theme on our podcast. So Dr. Spearman talked about noticing that leaders notice people. And Dave came in, Dave Ross came in the next week and he started talking about how he really just notices people that normally maybe not get a lot of attention. Now you're giving another example of, hey, I just kind of look around and who needs more who needs more attention? What do mm-hmm. we need to highlight? What do we need to um, bring to the forefront? Things, gems that are that are phenomenal, but people aren't paying attention to. And I just love that. I think I, I think we see a theme here yeah. of, of leadership development. Well, that's another thing she's good at. She'll just, some days she'll just go walk around campus and then mm-hmm. she'll see something that catches her eye and all of a sudden it shows up on social media. This student was, do you have something you remember in particular that, like that? Like a student doing something, you're like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to take a shot of that. Um, being a community or a community college, we don't necessarily like have dorm living. So I remember walking one day and we had these two perfectly placed trees and a student just popped a hammock up there <laughs> and was like reading a book. I'm like, oh my gosh, it just made me happy. And I went up to them right away. I'm like, do you mind? Yeah. Like they were totally cool with it. I mean, they're comfortable enough to put a hammock in between two trees. Like, yeah. Right. So just like little things like that, I'm like they're making RVC like their home. I thought that that was, it just felt very four-year college and it was just nice to see. I want yeah. to meet that student because I feel like we have a connection already. And I, <laughs> and I don't even know them. Yes. I love hammocks. Can you give me an example? I think that social media is such a beast. And we that could be a whole podcast in mm-hmm. itself. But can you give me an example of a shot you took that got all kinds of social media attention that you did? It was unexpected. 
I know Dave can think of the one he did. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> he took one photo of the creek. It was like a very foggy foggy morning, and it looked very, you called it Mist, the Mystic? The, there was this movie called The Mist. It's based on a Stephen King short story, and that's what it just reminded me of. It mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's just really creepy. And I took it and it got like over a hundred or something like, so I rubbed that in Abby's face <laughs> at the time. framed it. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand how that feels. It is exciting when you do post something. You may not think it's the best, mm-hmm. but everyone else mm-hmm. reacts well to it. Um, so what she's trying to say there is she did not think the photo was that good, <laughs> but everybody else seemed to I like it. I was just happy for you. <laughs> um, not like maybe, I, like, I do have two different ideas, but... One would probably just be anytime I we after graduation. Okay, you just sure. post the album. I'm there all day. I'm snapping everything, everything. And you do get a lot of moments, and you do capture a lot of people, and they're sharing it themselves. Like they're just so happy that they mm-hmm. they were the ones that were sought out in the crowd. So that always makes me feel good because I know that profile pictures are being made after that, oh, and yeah. I'm able That's to awesome. do that for them. But one of my favorite things was graduation last year. Uh, my coworker Rachel and I, we, they, the the maintenance department was cleaning up the department. They were getting it ready for graduation. We went out to take some pictures just to kind of give them like a pat on the back, like thanks for making campus beautiful. We we came back to our desks and Old Town Road was really popular mm. at the time. Oh my gosh, I remember this now. Mm-hmm. That was one of my all time favorites. It, it was good, and yes. I'm like, it was just on the background, yes. and I'm like editing mm-hmm. the video to that song. I'm like, this could be something. <laughs> like this yeah. looks cool. So. Dave being the awesome boss that he is, we're like, hey, we're going to be gone for a little bit. <laughs> we're like, we're taking the cameras. And he just, he didn't. This even, happens a lot, by the way. Right. He didn't question it. And I was Trust just like, please, us. I hope we make a really good product so he knows that our time is well spent. And the maintenance department, they 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 asked questions like, what is this for? <laughs> they had no idea what we were doing. But we, we spliced it together into this really funny little social media bit. And it it went viral in it Rockford. Did. It did. 97ZOK. Uh referenced it and blogged about it. Abby, and that's the kind of thing I'm talking about, is you notice people on campus that normally don't get attention. And, the, I mean, look at this campus. It is absolutely stunning. Oh, this, yeah. This cam- campus is beautiful. And the work that goes into that should be noticed. Oh, yeah, and I was happy. I mean, it it was maybe kind of a little bit of a spoof or whatever, but I, they got the attention that they deserved. Absolutely. So I was happy to do that. That's a perfect example. It is kind of a strange yeah. thing because I talked about how you, you are pretty well known and you're at all these events and you're the girl with the camera around her neck. But mm-hmm. at the same time, as far as posting the pictures on social media and on the website, you're the person behind the camera. So you're not always seeing, we kind of joke about that, that you're never in any of the pictures because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're the one taking all the pictures. Is that kind of a weird balance of... A little bit. There are times when I'm like, oh, I wish I would have been in that one. Or, you know, because like, like I said, you want to have a picture to frame at some point and you want to re- be able to remember certain things. So there are times when, and you know it's a special moment when I want to be in the picture. <laughs> um, that's why you'll always see me at the front with the double chin taking the selfie. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm going to be in this photo. And, yeah, so I mean, it's a little weird, but this isn't about, being here isn't about me. So it's like it's about students and faculty and staff and everyone else. So the moments that I am in, 
and getting this award and stuff, I was, mm -hmm. it's awkward, but it is nice to be in front of the camera sometimes. Let's talk about the award. Yeah, Let's talk but about well, before we do, one one more example, okay. just, just to show her, sure. her genius, because as you were talking, you gave me another example of your genius. Oh, great. So, so <laughs> Genius, oh man, her head's not big enough. <laughs> so she's helping out one time, taking photos of the food pantry. We were trying to stack the food pantry and we were trying to get some donations. And we have the team over. We're downstairs in the basement of the student center. And we get on the elevator. And, oh Abby, gosh, and yes. Abby's like, Abby goes, oh, my gosh, selfie. So there's like <laughs> there's 12 of us, like, crammed. Is that legal? There's 12 of us crammed. Well, it was before COVID. Sure. <laughs> the weight limit was good. Yeah, this was before COVID. Right. Mm -hmm. Crammed in the, the elevator. And she just gets this perfect shot of all of us. And, you know, the, the work that we were doing was great, but that moment capturing mm -hmm. that bond and those memories for us is something that I have, you know, framed on my And it's such a desk. unique group of people, yeah. and everyone was genuinely mm -hmm. laughing because we were crammed in an elevator. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that was a fun one. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was genius. Okay. Yeah, so speaking of capturing moments and things that you have on video for all time, we've got you getting the Employee of the Year Award on Development Day. <laughs> and we talked to Casey about this, just how bizarre it was this mm -hmm. year, of course, because you weren't able to be there in front of the entire college in person getting your big standing ovation. We'll try to get the, get you that next year. No, I'm good. Um, <laughs> but it was just really bizarre this year. You want to walk us through what was going through your head as you're sitting there in your basement watching this? Yeah, so I was participating. I had it actually on my phone because I felt like there was a weird connection on my computer. So I just had my computer in the background, whatever. And I saw Casey. I heard them talking about Casey. I voted for Casey, so the, I was hoping it was her. And I saw them go to, yeah, to the cornfield. They're driving to her house. And I'm like, that's so cool. They're, like, going to present her with an award. I'm like, that's <laughs> so fun. And then Dr. Spearman starts talking about the um, Employee of the Year nomination. And as soon as I heard some, I heard him say 20 years, and I immediately was like, oh, Amanda or something. I don't know. I just didn't think it was me. And my mom, she brought people into the home because she's friends with the people that presented the award to me. And she's like, are you still on your call? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And then I turn around and I see my coworkers coming down the stairs. I'm instantly mortified. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so it wasn't until that moment, there wasn't anything in the narrative as he was saying it that made you think, oh, that could be me. Not at all. No. I mean, when I heard him say the quickest decision that the committee's come to, I'm like, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> that Did person it? must be awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's not me. I just, yeah. there's just a lot of awesome people that work here. And I felt like maybe my ship had sailed. <laughs> I don't know. And yeah, I was extremely shocked. My response was terrible because I, was not mortified, but it just you just don't expect it, I guess. That yeah. was the beauty of it, though, is that you didn't expect it, and you it was funny, it was memorable. Dr. Spearman couldn't even get through the, uh, you know, the words mm -hmm. of the description because you're just hysterical. <laughs> yep, because Abby just took over and became Abby, and that's right. what I, that's what I mean when I right. said earlier. Abby is Abby, yes. so that's who she yes. is. So. Yes. And I love that you, you know, later on on social media, people were congratulating you. And, you know, I'm sure there was a moment of, oh, that could have gone better. But you were like, you know what? This is me. This is who I am. You're self-deprecating. You are comfortable in your own skin. And that helps other people be more comfortable in their own skin on camera and off camera. Yes. Absolutely. I watched it back several times because I'm like, okay, so let's hear what he said about me. Because, <laughs> like, after I got over the initial shock, I was like, I kind of want to know what he said. Right. Yeah. And I was, like, crying. Oh. And yeah. um, so I'm like, there's no way that that's that's who, that's who, like, there's no way it's me. 
And so I watched it several times over. And then I sat down and I had this response in my head of what I would have said. But, oh, gosh, I wish I... I don't know. We're not all Dave. Dave won his award a few years ago and had this like great speech oh, planned. Yeah, yeah, I had it all planned. Oh no, but I it like came out win. perfectly. Sure. It's like I, sure. it's it's just hard to think of something in, in the moment mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was perfect and un- and unforgettable. It was. It was just pure Abby. So, yes. so pure Abby. We want to have some fun now. Not that we haven't been having fun <laughs> for thirty minutes because I feel like we have, but. Yes. You know what time it is. You've been listening to the podcast previously. And so. thank you, by the way. It means a lot to us. Yeah, no, it sounds awesome. great. I'm really proud of you guys. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank uh, you. So we have a new segment that we started with Dave Ross, and that's the uh, campfire question. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Amanda has come prepared with your campfire question, and this is in honor of our campfire podcast mugs that will be here soon, we hope. Yes, I did a little informal survey last night on my social media, and it seems like the camp, oh, yeah. the campfire mug is winning by a landslide. So it's we pretty. should probably make sure that we order a lot of campfire okay. mugs. Yes, I like the t-shirts too. Okay, so Abby, I'm we're scared. sitting around dun, dun, dun. the campfire listening to some Dave Matthews. <laughs> and I ask you. If you could pick a day to relive over and over again, what oh. what day would it be Yay. and why? Groundhog Day question. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> um, okay, well, I have to say, okay, I'm just saying this because I'm a mother. Sure. The birth of my child. Oh, but sure. <laughs> it, that's like an obvious one. That's an obvious so, one. So um, four years ago in 2016, imagine that's a Dave Matthews story. <laughs> um, but... They had their 25th anniversary like celebration in their hometown, Charlottesville, Virginia. I surprised my mom, and I took her for a mother. We called it the mother of all weekends. It was for Mother's Day. And we, they went to all their old place, like where they like first started out, like or the bars that they worked in. And so it was just super cool, and like, a lot of weird stars aligned. <laughs> we ended up meeting Dave Matthews that weekend. Oh, my God. I get all excited talking about it. <laughs> yeah. I think your blood pressure just went it, up. It did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, But it was just really cool because it was just like a mom, mom mom-daughter trip. And we're just surrounded by, like, some of the best people in the world. So, I don't know. Just I guess it was, like, a weekend more than anything. But we got, like, upgraded Mm -hmm. concert seats and everything because we made, like, weird Oh, is this the one that led to me making the gif, the famous gif of you you guys, like, crying you and your mom? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I made this great gif. I'll share it with you. Maybe I'll share it. When we share the podcast oh, link. Gosh. Show the photo. Yeah, it's a great gif of when they found out they were getting these upgraded seats and they're just about to cry. And, <laughs> so yeah, State Farm did terrific. like some neighborhood sessions thing, like covering them coming back home to their hometown. And my mom, we just made connections. We're, we're friendly people. We made connections with the right people. And next thing you know, there's a boom mic over us. We're being interviewed to be in this <laughs> like segment. And then they upgraded our seats. We had nosebleeds. So to be like, couple rows from the stage i mean we it was just like the icing on the cake it was a fun like mom daughter weekend definitely awesome you know what i love about that story a theme that i've been noticing in my life is that some of the best moments are unexpected so that was an unexpected blessing and that was why it was so amazing Mm -hmm. you went there thinking it was going to be one thing it turns Mm -hmm. out being another we were yeah we were just happy to be there yeah (laughs) right yeah that's so many weird things just perfectly lined up Mm -hmm. speaking of the unexpected you've got a bag next to you and we have a clear out all the old questions Good. so we won't have any repeats so reach on in there and grab yourself a random question abby I don't if you like want you can grab two questions. because it, you will answer two okay. yeah you're gonna need two all right everybody let's see how well i can do 
and you have to read the question. She's terrific at being on the spot, so this ought to be good. If you had a theme song, what would it be? Oh, that's a wow, perfect one perfect for you. question for oh, you. Oh, man. Like a pre-existing song? I'm assuming, right? Yes. A pre-existing song. Know. No, we want you to write yeah. a song. <laughs> <laughs> on the spot, create the lyrics, go. <laughs> if you had a theme song. See, that's classic. <laughs> like it's a pre-existing song? <laughs> No. A pre-existing condition. I want you to go, go to your basement. And I want you to hammer out a new song that's going to be the Abby theme song. I'm trying to think. Oh my goodness! If you had a theme song, something like like I, think about your walk-up music for you know how baseball players have walk-up right. music. What would your walk-up music be? You were I know you were a soccer player, but I'm better than just choosing Dave Matthews Band for everything. <laughs> But they have like so many different. What songs. sums up? What song sums up your life or your personality? I don't know if it would be personality, but I have this one tattooed on me. It's uh, two step. It just says "Life is short, but sweet for certain," mm-hmm. and um, that's just kind of been like the way that I like have like tackled a lot of things. But as far as like personality, I, I hate to say the word like happier. What's the song? Uh, Pharrell Williams. Happy. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like something just like that. <laughs> okay. No, I think, yeah. I agree. I, I, I'm, yeah. It's I'm tra- fitting. I'm tracking. Yeah. I'm sure I'll yeah. have a better one after I leave here. It's fitting. No, okay. I like well, that. that's good. Let's go on to question two. Oh, gosh. You can hear the paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Using one word, how would you describe your family? Oh, good. Um, hmm. Quirky. Oh. I feel like ev- everyone has a little bit of something going on, and that's kind of what makes what makes your family quirky. Just I, every every single person has something weird about them. Like <laughs> I, I'm not trying to out anybody by any means. So, um, but you will. <laughs> will I? <laughs> yeah. For example, let's see. But Uncle. Carl, let's let's go. Yeah, it doesn't have to be your mom, you know. We'll uh, we'll throw Uncle Frank under the bus. Oh, All right. perfect. Uncle Frank, what's going on with Uncle Frank? He is, he's a hunter. He he hikes. He does a little bit of everything, but he's also he's not he has no filter. So at every family occasion, he'll say what he feels, and you almost know if you're in the room with him, you're gonna laugh. You're not gonna feel like the odd man out. Like, right, right. He is. I think it's also made a lot of our other family members, though, kind of a little bit more comfortable and open and talking mm-hmm. about things. So mm-hmm. uh, we are thankful for Uncle Frank. <laughs> well, Uncle Frank better listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tag him in the post. Well, we are thankful for you, Abby Garcia. College is definitely lucky to have you. I'm lucky to have you in my department. And uh, congratulations again Thank on you your, very much. your big award. And thanks for joining us today. I appreciate yeah, being keep here. Keep being you and the faculty are lucky to have you. The students are lucky to have you. Every group on campus is lucky to have you. I truly mean that. And I hope that um, you just you know take this inspiration and keep doing amazing things. My job would not be possible without all of them. So thank you guys. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. So what did we learn about Abby Garcia that we didn't know before? Well, to be honest, the interview was much like I anticipated <laughs> it would be. You know, it, yeah. Abby's just, I, I think we have our our title for the for the podcast. And should I say it or do you want yeah, to? Yeah, what do you got? I love how those uh, episode titles are yeah. emerging here. Did you, did you hear it and know immediately? Uh, I don't know if I do have it. Do okay, you have? I have it. It's okay. it's so crystal clear. And I'll wait until Abby walks out of the door, <laughs> and then I'll say it. So, bye, Abby. <laughs> um, but.
But I think that that Abby is a force of nature, mm-hmm. and she is someone that you cannot rep- replicate. So the title should be Pure Abby. Ooh, I love it. That's great. Yeah. See, I love how the like I said, like I love how the episode titles are just kind of emerging as we talk to these people. Yeah, so that's great. And that's I, I, you know, I like that you kept saying that because she is just such an original human being, and I think that's what makes her such a force of nature on campus is that she is. You know, she used the word quirky. She's the quirky person mm-hmm. that that comes in and she makes you feel comfortable right away. She always has this big smile on her face. And, you know, you asked what stands out. Well, first of all, that she is everything that people perceive her to be right. one-on-one. So I think that her um, herselves match in public and in private. Mm-hmm. And another thing that just this is kind of an odd thing to talk about, but something I noticed about this interview is that she has a phenomenal relationship with her mother. Yes. And I think that it's really inspiring when you see someone doing that while in life to see the the impact of a strong relationship between a parent and a child. Yeah, she's the genuine article. That's the only way I can describe her. She is exactly what she comes across as. Yeah. She's not fake in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So for me, obviously, I didn't learn a whole lot because I know her very well, but right. it was great to... To have her here and chat with, I know she was nervous. That's not her thing. To she doesn't like to talk about herself, but mm-hmm. uh, it was great getting to know her. And if you don't know her, uh, you need to say hi to her when you see her on campus. She'll be the girl with the camera around her neck. So uh, we have another. Um, I'm excited about this whole week because we talked about it being Spirit Week, and there's a lot of cool stuff going on. But we also have our first student who's going to join us. So uh, Annika Vincent, who is our student trustee, is going to mm-hmm. be on. Uh, you'll be able to listen to that one starting on Friday. So she's going to join us Thursday, and I'm excited about that. I don't know if you know much about her, but she's a, a bright young girl, and I'm um, excited to talk to her. I don't know anything about her. I've never seen her. I don't even have an image in my head, and for that reason, I'm very excited. Yeah, it's great to have students on. We, we talked about the uh, swag. I also want to make a plug for that. So we've got the mugs coming. We've got the shirts coming. And, of course, our guests are going to get to pick which one they want. But I think another thing we should do is give other people a chance to get their hands on some of that stuff. So starting once we have this stuff, when we post about our new episodes on social media, if you share it, you will be automatically registered, I'll use that word, to win a prize. Oh, nice. So we'll pick those names randomly. So if we see that you shared our post... Uh, On your social media, you will automatically be in the mix to win a mug or a shirt. So Yeah, I think that's great. And please remember, listeners, that the only way that we can continue being successful and building momentum is if you, uh, you know, subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends about it. If you're finding value in it, you know, tell other people about it. That's the way the world works these days. So we would appreciate your support. And as always, any feedback on anything that you would like to hear more of, less of, or if you have a guest that you think would be perfect for the Everything RVC podcast, please let us know. So enjoy Spirit Week here at Rock Valley College. I think it's great for morale. I hope everybody participates. Thanks again for listening. Again, you can find us on all the major platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, and you can always listen directly at rockvalleycollege.edu slash everything RVC. Have a great week. Enjoy the beautiful weather.